everyone. I'm Rachel here with Ari, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. This week, we're on episode 150, and we're asking, how can writers get podcast interviews? Before we dive into the topic, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening if you haven't already. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and feel free to write a review wherever you're listening. So in case you guys didn't know, Ari and I are like total experts in podcasting, okay? We totally know what we're doing after these past couple of years of producing a podcast. Um, we make no mistakes. We're just, we're like godlike in uh, this whole, this whole podcasting universe. So, um, and as you guys, if you guys have been listening to us for a while now, you also know that we have guests on the show and we've met a lot, a lot of wonderful, cool people on this show. And it's been so great to talk to them and get their inputs on like just writing as a whole. So for our 150th episode, I mean, really, that's a lot. What a huge milestone for us. So yay. We thought we'd talk about how writers can utilize podcast interviews. So first, I'll just like get right out there and say why it's important for writers to seek out podcast interviews. One of those reasons is that podcasting is kind of the big thing these days. Uh, it used to be blogging, and now I feel like blogging has been kind of fizzling out. I don't know all of the stats to it, but I do know that podcasts are in. So if you do want your voice heard and you want um, more ways to market you and your projects, then trying to find like-minded podcasts are a great way to do it. But also when you get a podcast interview, you're also reaching a new audience because the people that listen to that specific podcast may not know who you are. And then when you're on that podcast and they're like, hey, this writer sounds really cool. I should check out their work, check out their website, all that fun stuff. And it's, with that said, it's a great way to spread the word about you and your work, such as your book. So overall, it's just like a great marketing, but it's also great networking because even if you don't necessarily have a book out there yet, or you, you're not necessarily selling anything, getting a podcast interview just opens the doors for you for other industries and just new people. Like you can meet new writing friends and stuff that way too. And finally, it's just general good practice for speaking about yourself, speaking in front of an audience, whether you know the interview is live or not. We've had a podcast episode on this where how it's sometimes difficult for writers to talk about their books to non-writers or even sometimes other writers. So having a podcast interview is a great way for you to practice like boasting about your own work. I like how you said that like podcasts are in because they are. Um, blogging has definitely dipped. It does keep having little rises every now and then. And I know vlogging is still a thing, but even that seems to be not as big because like everyone's doing it. So I am still shocked that we jumped on the podcasting trend when it was still mostly fresh, because <laughs> that's not what we usually do. So yeah, I'm quite impressed with that. Timing for the win. Yay! But yeah, overall, like videos and audio are in right now. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to read anymore. And yet here we are having a podcast about writing books. Yeah. Look at us. We both still have our blogs as well. I know, really. Yeah. Again, timing is everything. <laughs> We're just, you know, fingers in lots of pies. That's what we're doing. So with that said, how do you find podcasts? Well, 
simple. You can search on places like Spotify and Anchor FM and iTunes and Podbean and social media because people who are on podcasts or who run podcasts are often on social media and we have a habit of talking about it on social media. So you can use look for hashtags, you can go and Google uh, podcast directories. Obviously, you're looking for ones that are specific to you. So if you're a writer, you're looking for writer ones, author ones, book marketing, things like that. If you do that, find a few. Definitely have a few. Don't just pick the first one. Have a few. And listen to podcasts within your field of expertise and interest. That is really, really important. And also you need to think about your why. Why do you want to be on your podcast? It can't just be, I want to get my book out there because I guarantee most people on the podcast are not just going to give you 20, 30, 40 minutes to talk about your book 100%. If they're doing an interview, you might be able to talk about it a bit, but this is not going to be just one big, you know, big advertisement for your book. You have to think about the podcast audience and what you're bringing. It's all that value up. It's all that added value. So what can you share on a podcast that's helpful and informative or entertaining? That's what you need to think, especially when you reach out to these podcasts. Having that kind of knowledge of like, right, well, I want to talk about this that's really helpful or I want to talk about this because it's really entertaining can make a difference about whether you get on the podcast or not. There are so, so, so many podcasts out there. So if you're a fantasy writer, you can find a podcast that specifically talks about fantasy books. But you can also find a podcast that talks about writing in general. You can find a podcast that talks about, you know, how to be a parent and a writer at the same time. If you're a parent, then absolutely you can add value to that. You got to look at different podcasts that are within your field. Basically think about, you know, why you want to be on that podcast and um, what you want to bring to the table. But you also want to be interested in the subject as well. And Maybe this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't really know. I'm just thinking of this at the top of my head as I'm speaking. But maybe try to get on a podcast that of like a hobby of yours that may not necessarily have anything to do with your writing. You may find a new audience that way. Like, I mean, if you write uh, cozy murder mysteries, but you and there's like this knitting aspect and you actually love knitting in real life there's probably a knitting podcast out there and you can go on there and talk about these cool new knitting patterns or these cool new knitting needles that you found. I don't know anything about knitting. I don't know why I use this as an example. So I apologize in advance, but you very well could just talk about knitting. And then when you get the chance at the end of the podcast to pitch yourself, you can talk about how avid of a knitter you are, but you also wrote a book that has knitting as an element and you could just shoehorn it in because I'm sure listeners of that knitting podcast may enjoy reading books too. You never know. But when you do find those podcasts that you want to be interviewed on, how do you connect with the podcasters and get an interview? I'm just going to repeat myself and what Ari said, listen to the podcast and don't listen to just one episode. Listen to a handful. Try to get Try to listen to the latest episode, maybe an episode from a few months ago. I mean, maybe even their pilot episode so that you get a feel for how long they've been doing this and um, just to see how much that they've grown. And you can really see how much their audience has expanded over the months or years. And after you do that and you think that 
you can see yourself being on that podcast, research who the hosts are. What do they do? Determine their audience, check out their websites, check out their social media, because honestly, just like with anything, if you go on their social media and they're making certain comments that you don't agree with, like, or if they're like too into something that you just don't want to be associated with, then don't reach out. You don't want to be on that podcast because again, you don't want to be associated with them in any way, shape or form. But if they do agree with a lot of the things that you think if they write in a similar genre, or if you just think that their atmosphere is pretty wholesome and comfortable and positive when you listen to their podcast episodes, then yeah, absolutely. There you go. You can probably reach out to them. But you also want to ask yourself, like, do you think you and the host will be able to carry on a good conversation? You don't want it to be awkward. I mean, sometimes if it's your first podcast, you're going to have awkward moments. And if it's somebody you've never met before, Yes, there will be awkward moments. It happens, but you want to make sure that you're able to quickly get out of those awkward moments if need be. And you also want to ask, is your topic unique to um, the other episodes that they've already done? If you have any topic ideas, that's something else you got to think of. You got to think of topic ideas. Um, sometimes the podcasters might have ideas for you, but it's also good to have a few ideas in your back pocket just in case. When you do think that you would be a good fit for that podcast, you'll want to check out their website and pages to see if they have a preferred method to contact them. A lot of podcasts have guidelines or FAQs that discuss what is required to be on the podcast. And these places can also include important information like when and how they record, if they have scripts, etc. If they don't and you have questions, you can obviously reach out to them and ask. Finally, you want to be personal yet professional in your pitch. And Obviously, feel free to share past podcast interviews you've done, like new topic ideas, as I said, and but make sure those topic ideas benefit the podcast audience and just showcase your expertise on those topic ideas as well. Um, nobody's a true expert in everything that they do, but if you're like a book publicist, then yeah, you can obviously talk about book marketing and you can say, oh, I helped. I've had clients such as this author, this author, and that author. You know, you never know. It might be useful. But also, like, podcasts are not just here to pitch your books. So don't treat them as a 100% advertisement. If you have a topic idea and you want to talk about your book and you can talk about the process you went through in writing that book, but you still need to make it relatable to the audience and even the podcasters themselves, because remember, they're still learning stuff, too. That is a very good point. That is a very good point. I've, I've listened to podcasts where it's actually been about the author's new book coming out and but the questions have all been about like how they got the idea how they developed it blah 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 and then you often every now and then you'll you'll read something or hear something where it's just it literally just sounds like one giant advert and it doesn't give you anything and you just think I don't want to listen to that anymore <laughs> I mean unless you're super super interested and you're like really in that niche audience then yeah, you might be interested in it. I mean, there, there's something is good. Someone is going to like it at some point, but for the most part, you want to like give as much value as possible to the audience. And it's tricky too, because you don't know the podcast audience, but the people who know their audience are the podcasters themselves. And that's why it's another good reason to research the podcasters and get a couple of different topic ideas so that way you can say, hey, I was thinking about discussing this, this, and this. 
which topic do you think would your listeners value the most? And there you go. You shoehorned your way in. That's it. That helps because sometimes it can be hard to come up with a topic. I mean, we, we're on, what, 150? And we do actually have a lot more topics ready. But it's it's not always easy, on the, especially on the top of your head, for a podcaster to suddenly have to come up with ideas for guests. Obviously, we try. But any guest who comes with topics, that's always so appreciated. And even if we've already, you know, even if the podcast has already had those sorts of topics on, everyone can do a, a, a twist of their own in those kind of, you know, about those topics. So it's not even like, oh, I want to talk about fantasy writing, but they've already done it. It's like, it's okay. There'll definitely be another way you could add something more unique to it because you're unique in your own way. So yeah, just a, just a thought. Well, yeah, that's the other thing, actually. You got to keep in mind that the podcasters don't know who you are either. So, I mean, as of recording this, I don't think the Merry Writer podcast has an episode on poetry, for example. So we could get like poets and Ari and I know nothing about poetry. So we may have people come in and say, hey, you know, I'm a poet. I would like to talk about, you know, the different types of poems and the themes behind them and the process of writing a poem and blah, 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 all those things. And I mean, yeah, the to the podcasters, if it's something new, then yeah, they'll most likely definitely want to hear from you. Okay, with that being said, what do you do if you are accepted to be on the podcast? There's a few things you should always do. You should test your equipment beforehand. That is your mic, your headset. If the podcast is being done on Zoom or Skype, make sure they work. Make sure you have your login details. Most podcasts have specific or limited days to record. So if you can catch any issues before that happens, that's the best. Because the last thing you want is on the day and time of recording, you're trying to get on Zoom or your mic's not working and it delays everything and you have to cancel. And it might mean that your interview gets booted down for like several months because like if I take our podcast, Rachel and I record a lot in advance. So if your podcast episode has to be cancelled because of technical issues, it's not like you're just going to be bounced to the next day. It'll probably be, okay, we're going to see you in five months. Because that's how it works. So obviously, if you can test your equipment early, that is the best. Next one, pretty obvious, but we do like to remind people, ensure you have a quiet space reserved for the day and time of your interview. Most mics are pretty sensitive and they will pick up background noises. So make sure you're in a space where you're not going to get disturbed or interrupted and there's not like noises in the background. It's quite distracting. To add to that, make sure your phone is off, not silent, not anything like that, off, seriously. And I say that as someone whose phone is also often like silent and then the alarm still manages to sound. So yeah, don't do that. Make sure your computer uh, notifications have been silenced. Anything like that, all the extra noises that get created just means more editing for the podcaster. We don't like excessive editing, so don't do it. You want to make notes so you don't forget anything. Sorry. You want to make notes so you don't forget to share anything. So it's recommend it's recommended to have a bio and your credentials ready to pitch to the audience at the end. Most podcasters will have a section at the end of an interview or an episode where the guest can talk about themselves. 
So you want to have that ready. You want to make it short and snappy, but to include important information like the genre you write, books you've got coming out, your website address. And if you've got a bit more time, throw in some personal things, where you're from, names of your pets, whatever. But you want to make sure that the most important things are said about your books, about your website, about your social media handles. But obviously, don't go on and on. It shouldn't be like a 20 minutes of you talking about who you are and what you do. <laughs> the ending needs to be succinct. So yeah, so this is that is the time when you have to market yourself and your work. So get it ready. You don't want to be trying to remember it off the top of your head. It is honestly better if you have it written down so you can read it like a pitch. That's why it's good to have a media kit. If it's ready, prepped and updated, that way you can just pull the information directly from that. I also want to add that it's a good idea to, we kind of already said, ask questions if you have them to the podcasters beforehand, but also before you get, before you get interviewed, make sure you know your comfort levels. Um, like when Ari and I record, we record with audio and video because we like to have that visual cue. We we often mute ourselves when we're not talking um, just to cut out any extra background noise that may happen. Uh, but we do look at the video a lot for some like visual cues on, you know, whenever someone is done talking or whatever. Um, but also there are some people who are not comfortable being on camera and we don't share the video when we actually upload our episodes. We just use the audio portion, but even though that doesn't, the video doesn't get used in the scheduling, some people just aren't comfortable being on camera in the first place. So beforehand, ask the podcasters, like, how exactly do you record? Do you use um, the video in addition to the audio? Some podcasters record live. Some people record through the phone, like just a normal phone call, like no video, nothing. Um, so yeah, just make sure make sure you know what you're getting into before you actually do anything. But yeah, definitely test your equipment. Um, Ari and I, we normally get together like a good half hour before meeting a guest. And um, that's usually when all the technical issues happen. So we, we have at least a good half hour to figure out what is going on and Google what's happening and attempt to put both our brains together and figure it out. Obviously, it's kind of hard to connect with a couple of podcasters if you're the one having the technical difficulties, uh, because there's really not much we can do. And, um, you know, yeah, it's it's tricky. I mean, it's going to happen. But actually, that's something I want to add. Try to have a backup day, um, because as Ari said, people record their podcast episodes months and months in advance. So if an episode can't be used or if, you know, if it somehow gets deleted, like if the computer glitches and you've got to re-record uh, everything, it's going to take a while for like the, um, to set up the, to configure everybody's schedules again. Um, but it's also, it's always a good idea to have like a backup date because also in case something goes, goes wrong before the recording, at least you can tell the podcasters, oh, something came up, I'm sick or my kid is sick. I actually can't meet our interview date. And it's just good to have like, you know, a rainy day date just tucked away, just in case. Actually, can I just throw in, mm -hmm. if you can contact a podcaster and you arrange, you're, you know, you're accepted and you arrange it and then you're booked in 
and then for some reason you can't make it or you forget it happens we're all human please don't ghost them <laughs> it has happened in the past you know if, if you have been agreed to to come on to anyone's podcast it's like you know you you might forget it happens to people you might have got sick you might have had technical problems you might be able to, not been able to contact them usually the podcaster will give you an email even if it's like a week later and you go oh my god i totally forgot please reach out and let them know it it's just politer to do that than just to vanish off the face of the earth as if you've been taken by aliens just wanted to say that no that's actually a really good point because that has happened to us uh before and it's it's difficult because with the different time zones and everything I think a lot of people don't realize the amount of work and just the process of booking people onto the podcast. Like people don't realize the behind the scenes of it all. And Ari and I using us for an example, because that's what I know are we're five hours apart. So when we have a guest that is in, in a third time zone, it's really, really difficult to configure everybody's schedules and find a time and day that works for everyone. And we also block out that time for you that could be meant for another guest if for some reason you can't make it anymore so yeah definitely please reach out it helps it helps a lot so with that said i just want to end this on a few quick tips just remember that the interview is not all about you yes you are the spotlight but it's not 100 about you it sounds redundant but value to the listeners should always come first and also, it's it's a conversation. It's not like a job interview. It shouldn't be stressful. It shouldn't be like serious. It's a conversation among like-minded people. So when you're talking, give the hosts time to reply to your comments. Really think about what they have to say too and comment back. I know we mentioned, you know, have some notes and stuff, but don't always read from your notes. If you say something and the hosts comment on it, don't just go right into your next point. And also when the interview is over, shoot the podcaster um, a quick email, say thank you, ask if there's anything else that they need from you. Um, a lot of podcasts have comments. So check back on the episode periodically. And if there are any comments, feel free to respond to those comments. I mean, spark conversations with the audience as well. And also big, big thing, share the podcast episode when it comes out. Um, otherwise, no one's going to really see it. The podcasters share it on their websites and the social media and all that fun stuff. But you also need to reach your own audience as well. You probably have people in your own audience that may or may not listen to podcasts, but they may have not heard about the podcast that you interviewed for. So yeah, it's all one big circle. We're all supposed to be helping each other out here. Um, and just finally, just give it a try. We know we've talked about like how intimidating it can be. And sometimes it's awkward, especially if you've never been on a podcast before, but it is supposed to be a pleasant experience. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to help you make connections and find like-minded people. And even if you are nervous about doing it, just, just do it. The first one's going to be tough, but once you get an idea of how it works, it'll, you know, it'll get easier and easier. But it's also just a great way to build your confidence and um, draw more readers to your work. So don't let the fear hold you back from trying something new. You might end up enjoying it and, you know, 
who knows? Maybe you'll even decide to start a podcast for yourself. You never know. Just on that point, me and Rachel have really bad anxiety and we still managed to start this podcast and we were awful you listen to the earlier ones it was awful we didn't know what we were doing we were we were struggled when we spoke and now and also when you're editing and you're listening to your voice it's the worst thing in the world now I can listen to my voice and it's just it's still annoying because you know but it doesn't bother me as much so yeah if we manage to get through our fear and started a podcast and we're talking to all these different people then yeah you can push past that little bit of fear and go on a podcast to talk about some stuff you're really interested in. Definitely. Definitely. If you don't believe us, go listen to our earlier episodes. They're hilarious. Oh God, please don't. (laughs) Oh no, please do. And comment on them while you're at it. Even if you just comment, LOL, we'll know. We'll know who you are. But anyway, with all that said, I hope those tips helped you. If you're thinking about um, interviewing for a podcast, or even if you have interviewed for podcasts before, and you know maybe we gave you some tips that you didn't think about. So with that said, we're going to turn it over to you guys now. Have you been on a podcast before? And do you have any quick tips to share? Because we'd like to hear about it as well. Because Ari and I, we're always trying to make the experience easier and more comfortable for our guests as well. So let us know your answers in the comments so we can chat about it. And remember, we release a new episode every Wednesday. Next week... We're discussing why writers have difficulty making writing a habit. So to ensure you don't miss it, hit the subscribe button on your way out, please and thank you. And as always, thank you for listening to the Merry Writer Podcast, and we'll see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Writing Distractions. We're stalling on our whips. Music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.